Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's my problem, Allison, is that when I just text, I just texted my brother. Yes. And um, because he's doing some stuff with the kids, and I said, no problem if you can't do it. Don't, I said, don't sweat it. No problem if you can't do it. And mm-hmm. I looked up at what I had typed, and it said, no inkadadank chulan zizidnes tfatmon murj. And it let me type that. (laughs) If I said I can't, I want to go to the effing store, it would change that to ducking. (laughs) Yes. Correct. (sighs) Oh, my goodness. What a day, Albie. What a day. Um, What a week. What are two weeks? It's been a summer. It's been one hell of a summer. (sighs) We're in Connecticut now. We'll be at tomorrow. Come on. Come on. Pop pop down. Even if you're in the Massachusetts. At one of our favorite places. It reflects on me. Positively, if you're at a Wake Up Monday weight loss in Cromwell, it would reflect on me even better if, regardless of your weight situation, you uh, signed up. <laughs> um, and it uh, ha- I mean, it it's more beneficial to you, obviously, if you would like to lose weight. Yes, they emphasize that, <laughs> I mean, and they're really good at doing that. So if you would like to lose Alice, weight, you Alice, should let have me lean into the car. Up. Okay, okay. <laughs> just you try to stay chased. Uh, let me get okay. dirty here. But yeah, if you're in the neighborhood, uh, please feel free to. You look good again. Look at us uh, with no kids in a hotel room. It, it's been a we while be, since we the two of us have, have been together with no kids. It has probably been years. Shouldn't we be knocking boots? I don't know about that. Do you use that saying? Um. I mean, I, do I use it? Like, not regularly, no. No, I think there was a time in <laughs> 1991 for 10 seconds as a Wasn't, joke. Isn't there a song? Knocking Boots? Probably. Probably. It's not a great saying. Yeah. Not a great saying. And generally, my overall performance deserves no such grandeur as anything being knocked. Boots <laughs> happening, etc. Um. So... But it does remind me, it, there is downstairs, there is a, I just returned the bell card, mm-hmm. Alice, which I use correctly because I've, I'm have i a professional. I have done it for, for a living, being a bellman. And I do what do you it. mean use it correctly? Well, how, how can you go wrong using Because one end's the right end oh, to right. steer yeah. and one, one end's end, the wrong end. Yeah. One end, the wheels can pivot and one they can Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the strength. And that's one of the things, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, as a matter of fact, I saw an old um, Lifestyle Celebration famous starring Donald Trump, and he had the bell cart reversed wrong way. He was... Dang. You know... It reminds me of working in a warehouse overnight, and people would um, pull pallet jacks the wrong way. Love like pallet push jacks. the pallet jack instead of pulling it. And that's the same way where if you go the wrong direction, it swings push everywhere. It. Did you ever use a pallet jack? Yes. Oh, I love time. them. It's such I a good I love them feeling. too. It's very cool. And the feeling when it releases, it yeah, goes down. The little hydraulics go. Yes. Yeah. Good feeling. Uh, I miss that. If, you if had I to... had stayed doing that, I would have wanted to get my forklift certification too because mm. that's like really fun. 
That'll be nice. And fun. seeing the people who are good at that, like really good. Yeah. Crazy. You could be working in an Amazon warehouse right now, making 180 large. I don't know if people make that. They're going to be replaced by robots anyway. A lot of the Amazon warehouse stuff is all robots now. Okay, so so let's talk. Uh, no, no, what I wanted to say was downstairs, as I was returning to the cart, there was a work. Obviously, there had been a seminar function all day. Mm-hmm. Some kind of training, whatever. Yeah, and, I saw some big banner out. Right. And then they've moved now to a room behind it next to the restaurant where they're now having dinner and drinks. And you okay. can tell. You can tell. You can mm-hmm. hear that there are drinks. The clinking, the sloppiness, etc. And I saw a woman walk out of the restaurant in into the lobby with just a little bit of the, a little bit of a kind of swaying stumble a little bit like she was liking the music she's obviously very buzzed not very buzzed but a little bit buzzed right um and i just think that's like great you know you're doing these team building things or whatever it is the convention may be awful but then you walk into a nice opulent lobby and you're like feeling a little warm buzz from stuff it's just some, some things are fantastic just exciting. So it was just a, but there is a, especially with women, I think there is a, you can tell almost right away when there's been like a two glasses of wine in one hour or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. not sloppy. There's no falling down, no whatever. But I mean, you definitely have that where, I mean, you don't have it now because you're not drinking at all, but, but where you can just, you can tell pretty quickly. You're just a little, kind of a little person, anyway. Anyway, I've always found it charming. I've always found well, no, except when you're not charming. When you when you want to raise hell, like uh, some <laughs> Serbian war. Uh, not that Serbians do anything wrong in war because they don't. Um, um, but some just troublemaker. Ugh. I did cause some problems with some of your friends when we first started dating. Yes, I also get combative with the <laughs> wives and girlfriends of my friends and. Yeah, I mean, all in all, at the end of the day, I liked it because it was exciting. You because <laughs> were... you were dating a crazy chick. Yeah. Even if I did set your jacket on fire one time. Never been able to find it again. Never been able to find it again. Okay, there's a lot going on. So they're starting the impeachment stuff, first of all. Mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy is starting the impeachment stuff. Um, to which, you know what's so funny? It's the lack of even creativity. In the They're not even, like, trying... Obviously, it's of course it's very political. Of course, it's very fu too. But well, all impeachments are political now because that's what we get for course. having Donald Trump. So that's now how this goes. Of course. Well, well, well hold on. Wait, you mean because we hurt their feelings, and so tro- they had to impeach Trump several times just to show us how much their feelings were hurt, right? By him. So now we get to do the yes. same thing. As we you, get to you, say your guy's just as bad, so we're going to do it too. That's right. how this. So goes. Trump was last impeached for a reason he shouldn't have been impeached for, which was causing the uh capital riot which he mm-hmm. shouldn't have been impeached for because he didn't do it uh he should have been if they were going to impeach him for anything then then it should have been dereliction of duty um absolutely right but they didn't do that one on purpose because she didn't want republicans to sign on because it's all political they wanted to mm-hmm. show look at all these republicans and didn't vote for impeachment so it's such right. b- yes and the first one of course donald trump uh, uh without cause or whatsoever had a, this baseless notion that Hunter and Joe Biden were taking money from Ukraine and had fired a, an investigator in Ukraine. And Trump, for some reason, out of the blue, had this baseless notion, which is dangerous rushes and information, disinformation, that uh, that Hunter had been, that they had been on the take. And they that was the first impeachment. Right. Uh, which, of course, now we know they were. Of course. So he was right. Ah, man, I couldn't, and I even, like, back then, I felt, I'm changing my answer, but I was for, I I said, I was, looking at it then, I said, you know, it is okay to impeach him for that, I didn't think he should be thrown out of office, and I didn't think it was a big deal, what he did, but I thought that it would be good if we, like, level set again, so that if you start, if the executive branch tampers with the legislative branch's allocation of funds, which is under their purview, Mm -hmm. that, that the... The political w- remedy is would be impeachment. It doesn't mean, oh my goodness, he's in the stocks. I mean, to, it's a condemnation, and that's how Congress can condemn mm-hmm. something. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, at the time, I wouldn't have minded seeing him removed from office for that last, like, 10 days or whatever, because he, like, wasn't no, president. No, but you're not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in Ukraine right now. Okay. Oh. But, 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 but. Oh, back in the Ukraine impeachment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, so that, because he had tampered with the funds that Congress allocated, or he, wink, wink, was tampering. Um, and now I'm like, what was I thinking about level setting? Like being the better man back then? No way. F that. Screw them. Yeah. The Ukraine no. impeachment was a hundred percent BS. And the January 6th one was because it was after he was in office. So like, why are you impeaching somebody who's not even the president? Well, yeah. I mean, right. So but, that was dumb. But no, 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 no. I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily, I think that, that that one, certainly the, legislative branch of government had the right for some kind of recourse against the executive branch mm-hmm. something on record and so that was fine but but the way that, but they screwed it up because they didn't do it because they didn't care they were disingenuous about it so so that's right. why it was done wrong um but now with with McCarthy doing this I'm all for it you get right now they're going to get Biden for to use the impeachment as an investigative tool to to find out all the bribes he's been taken I, I have no problem with that mm-hmm you could get him for Afghanistan. I'd have no problem with that. You can get him for, um, for um, you know, just creating out of thin air um, a, a, a charge that that our border patrol was whipping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's any number of things. I mean, he's done a ton of stuff that's been clearly unconstitutional. Yes, that and the all Supreme that unconstitutional Court stuff is that, thrown out. I mean, and. The left now wants to throw Donald Trump in jail for doing things that it turned out were unconstitutional. But so if having alternate legal theories about what's constitutional and the powers of the executive branch uh, is cause for criminal charges, then, you know, I'm why stop at impeaching Biden? Right. Like, right. Because he's clearly done a bunch of stuff that's been unconstitutional. So, I, you know, if we're going to. If they're going to play stupid games, then, you know, the right should obviously... The right doesn't have the cojones to actually do some of this stuff. But I am... But, but, you know, they should go after Biden the same way that the left has gone after Trump. Because he's absolutely just as vulnerable. One of the things that Trump has shown us is that it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay to be the better man. It doesn't pay to be the Mitt Romney if they're not going to be the Romney. No, I'm all for it. I'm all for... Uh, I, th- I think what happened to Trump, what they did to Trump, using the levers of government, using intel services, etc., was absolutely unforgivable. I think it's worse than any. It's it was worse than an insurrection would have been. And sorry, I, some people are doing creative things with the image you posted of yourself on Twitter. I assume in a <laughs> flattering way. Cases and uh, witch hunts. Let's go back here. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. The bottom line is, as we've said, you can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. Uh, you know, fine. You can do the witch hunt thing uh, all you want. I am for scorched earth. And by the way, there's incredible breaking news about um, the COVID and the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to pay off people to say that it wasn't a lab leak. Right. I mean, impeach scorched earth. Scorched earth. And now uh, hopefully Trump knows how to do scorched earth. I, I, I mean, uh, Matt Gates and I don't, I don't love him, but he torched um, McCarthy today mm-hmm. for pay- taking a long time to do all this stuff to move. And, and there is something to that. There is something to to that. This is ridiculous, ridiculous that it's taken this long to do anything like this. So, it, it, any of the stuff that they should have done. Um, so I am absolutely all all for it. Wow, you found a lot of stuff. Where did you find all this stuff? What do you mean on Twitter? I found it on Twitter. I know, but was it while we were driving? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so you know. I don't know if Trump really knows how to do scorched earth. Like, I just don't know if he has the patience to, like, systematically root people out of the government and stuff. Um, but you know what Trump is good at is 
stuff like this that I read about. I didn't really know that this happened, although apparently there had been some chatter about it, but this is the first time I've ever seen it written up as a story. The Spectator has this. Um, we're back. Remember when the Gold Star families from the Abbey Gate bombing were at, they testified at Congress or whatever they did? Yes. Um, so apparently Trump then invited all of them to come to Bedminster and he hosted them and they were so impressed by him and blown away by his personability and um you know how how much he knew about their kids that had lost their lives there and how how much he honored them and they were just blown away nicole sergeant nicole gee's mom said trump was ma- way more than i expected contrast is stark with the president we met at dover wow uh, unlike Biden, Shamlin said Trump knew so much about the event, the kids, Bagram, and who made the decisions. He was a normal human. He made eye contact. He answered every question, even the uncomfortable ones. Following their meeting with Trump, and the former president surprised them all by spending several more hours with him as he signed pictures of their children in a pair of bedazzled high heels, wow. overcome with emotion. Um, Wait, what happened with bedazzled high heels? I don't know. He signed a pair of bedazzled high heels for someone. I assume someone wanted him to. Mark Schmitz, the father of Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, told me that the meeting and subsequent dinner with Trump was absolutely amazing, not because he's Trump per se, but because we were having dinner and meeting with a former president of the United States that could talk to us on a level that was so comfortable he he would have thought you were at a barbecue. Uh, Trump related to us Mm. on a level that Biden never could and obviously never will, and you could tell he genuinely cared. Cheryl Rex, mother of Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, said that the meeting with Trump was amazing. He knew our names, he knew our kids, he knew our stories, and also some of our interviews. He spent hours grieving with us Mm. as a group. He took time to honor our 13. He gave us a sense of hope that accountability will be given on those who set our Marines and military as a whole up for failure. I was completely honored to meet with him. He genuinely cares about our kids. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, and this goes on, but it's incredible. um, Well, I mean, didn't we hear about this from Bob Kraft? for mm-hmm. you know years and years ago right and uh, you know other stories like this i am not surprised that he is a good host and a warm host i think that's what he wants to be mm-hmm. and i think he's genuinely pissed off that the idiots running our government got those american mm-hmm. kids killed by stupid terrorists that he hates and looks down on and thinks are scum uh, Darren Hoover's staff sergeant, Taylor Hoover's father, told me he left feeling heartened. Wow. He saw th- Where is this written? Uh, this is from The Spectator. Hmm. Uh, from Matthew Foley in The Spectator. Um, he said it was lots of emotion and good times. He emphasized... Uh, the White House would be watching as if to prove him right. Mark Milley submitted a letter. We owe them accountability. Milley wrote, for many, the words rang hollow. This goes on and on. But, it, you know, people should look this up and read this because it's really... Um, it's really incredible and it's moving and it reminds you what people like about Trump too that that Trump really is, you know, we can debate how effective Trump is at getting where he wants to be, but it he's really um he's really on the same wavelength as a lot of people in the United States and he genuinely is. You know, he genuinely like a person who like bombs one of the bad guys mm-hmm. and then tweets a bunch of American flags is like right there with a lot of people in this country oh, yes. in a way that's genuine and real and in a way that most people in Washington are not. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. And, and, and it, can't and are, and are incapable of imitating. Well, but because also, it's you know, too. Yes, it's too like cringy and weird and. Um. And, you know, they just would never act like that. Like, they can't they can't get well, to the Toby Keith boot in their ass. It's the American way. You know, they, they're just not there culturally, and they can't relate to it. Well, right. It, 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 but, but I do think as well that there's a personal touch that you have. That, you know, admittedly, Trump is not presidential. He doesn't have a veneer about him. Mm-hmm. He does not have um, this uh, soft etiquette of a game show host or a nice television personality. But his inability to do that is absolutely real. Right. You know, 
who wants a freaking slimy politician right doing double speak and pretending and like even it's, so there's i mean there's no yeah i'm i'm glad to hear this and and it's it's to trump's detriment that he's not able to be a chame- chameleon Mm-hmm. But it's also an extremely good tool because I think to a lot of people it resonates, especially like you've got your your you're suddenly rushed your kids are rushed out or suddenly rushed into Afghanistan because there's been a hasty withdrawal which is effing up. Mm-hmm. There, you can tell there's disarray. It's disorganized. You can tell that the airport area now is a total mm-hmm. chaos. Your kid is blown up there. Well, yeah, by a suicide bomber which, who was released when we abandoned Bagram, which Air Force should Base. not have, it, which should not have. I mean, there was no reason the Afghanistan war was coming to an end. Iraq essentially, it was over. Mm-hmm. Everything is over, and still your kids are left because of because of these men in suits mm-hmm. who know so much or so much smarter and act so much like Biden, and then and then when you need him to be had in hand about this mm-hmm. he needs to you like like he needs to he needs to bleed for you in front of him instead he makes up stories about yeah. his son looks at his watch uh won't apologize for anything about the withdrawal right. for him it's just tells another occasion on the schedule before the next thing tells you the whole thing was to them super it's successful. the most pivotal moment of their lives yeah and then to on top of that pile on the stuff about you know one family being billed sixty thousand dollars to uh move their child's remains about um you know this article goes into it more they've been fighting with the biden administration these families to get a lot of their kids personal effects back including like the sim cards from their phones and stuff i mean and like the fact that Remarkable. They're having to chase the Biden administration for anything when like people should know all their names and be giving them whatever they want because they, I mean their heroism and sacrifice is just you know so beyond what was called for in that situation and the, and the Biden administration screwed it up and you know it's really it's such a reminder of what Trump does so well because he gets it and he like genuinely feels strongly about it and he feels strongly about the I, I don't think whatever you say about Trump you can say he doesn't feel strongly about the way the Afghanistan withdrawal was handled. Oh, no. Uh, no I mean, like, his he has real feelings on that, and he has real feelings about these families and how they should be treated. And that's, I mean, that's a, a real Trump thing. And like you say, like, he doesn't act like a politician. And in some situations, that can be, like, annoying that he won't refuses to act like a politician. But in other situations like this, when you're talking to grieving families, the fact that he doesn't act like a politician is you know it's exactly what people need from him you know is they need to relate to him as a real person and the fact that he left all these families feeling this way is so like powerful to kind of hear so anyway that's like a good trump moment of course you know the media that has been all about you know trump and gold star families in the past they're like steering way clear of anything to do with that story and those gold star families because that doesn't reflect well on oh, of Biden. course by the way since we're on impeachment mm-hmm. here um there was a great moment from one of the i guess he'll be one of the impeachment managers this guy I hadn't i hadn't really known um but let me find it here and get to it to it um give me one second by the way i have officially made a um an endorsement, Alice, in the uh, Virginia uh, toss-up <laughs> seat race. Right, in the uh, state senate state race. State senate yeah. race, absolutely, yes. I am um, endorsing Democrat Susanna Gibson. Wow, across party lines. Correct. Susanna Gibson, who is the uh, saucy blonde woman who does pornography in her spare time. Mm-hmm. Who now has been, unfortunately, she's been, uh, what's that called? Doxter. Doxter sex she's, um, bullied or whatever it's called. They're calling, they're saying that her sex tapes were leaked. These are not leaked sex tapes. These are, um, These are videos that she videos. has published online for money. Um, 
in the uh, hot wife genre, which means that, um, you know, it's couples that like the wife to do other stuff with other people. Endorsed. Um, Susanna Gibson. She sells this for like 25 bucks a pop. So there you go. Good. There you go. You know what else? Um, forget it. So, but I now, but what's interesting about you, this you, story okay. isn't that she's an internet prostitute. It's that, um, it's that the media is acting like people noticing that and pointing that out is somehow invading her privacy. Yes. Um, and by the way, what about this New York Times story? That says, meet Susanna Gibson, a.k.a. Hot Wife Experience. It's a, this New York Times story, it, they call it an illegal invasion of her privacy. Can you believe... I mean... It's not yes. It's not illegal to notice that things are on the internet of people and then believe she, point them out during yes. political races. Yes. She is getting... She, she wants you porn. to be invading her privacy. As a matter of fact, her privacy yeah. is public. Right. <laughs> I mean, her privacy is published on the internet yes. for money. So I don't really understand like what that's that's what's incredible to me about it is that mainstream media outlets are picking up this story and reporting on it as though like somebody's done something wrong here by like noticing yes, that she you does can't even, porn. Don't even ask. But what else have we been? Um, other things we're not supposed to notice. It's like that's in bad taste. Biden stutter. Like don't mention. It. You know nobody's ever heard him stutter. We just heard him be an idiot. You know don't mention his stutter. That's not was when he said Bo's flag draped coffin. Was that a stutter? That was a stutter. Okay. Got this is Rep. Ahead. Scott Perry, and he's at the presser for the impeachment. Mm-hmm. Some reporter um, is kind of hectoring him. She's doing. She's she's pushing him around, which is good, and he doesn't take it. It's a really good exchange. Yes, ma'am. Can I ask, what actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. ...McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge... Uh, this this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for Ooh, family like members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, on, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch. The prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. Love Scott Perry. Why do you see the microphone? You know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's where they might wonder. It cuts off there, but. I'm all for it. I'm all excited. I, I, you know, the best thing will be if they find proof that the, Joe Biden indeed took this money from foreign companies, which of course he did. What are they going to escape to? It's like why? My feeling w- with supporting Trump was like, like, uh, if they bust him, like, with a wheelbarrow of money from the Treasury down the street, <laughs> loading it into like, like, he's like been at the U.S. Mint, right? Like. Right. Then I'll say, yep. <laughs> you got him. There you go. You were right. But these people with Biden, they can't. They can't seed anything. It's like it. They haven't. The worldview is based on. It's so. Speaking of non-binary, it's so binary. Mm-hmm. Our side is really good. Right. So we're anything really we do is justified and okay. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yes. Exactly. So yes, anything we do is justified and okay. It's really good. I have all the right yard signs. I did everything I was supposed to. I'm I'm hectoring you about masking again now. Mm-hmm. I'm a really good person. I have the right kind of car. I have everything. I'm a really good person. I want to get. I'm going to make sure that black people can live to be more like me. Let's let them ha- like give them a chance to be more like me. Which tells you what they think of themselves. Um, but it, but that's it. 
so that's why they need to have special dinners where black people yell at them exactly they, <laughs> because... this was good of us today don't you think <laughs> yes because they have to deal with their uh not very thinly veiled racism that hides just beneath the surface because they do actually think they're better um so I'm also kind of fascinated by this story about the Sudafed. Have you followed this at all? Oh, that it doesn't work? Yeah, that it doesn't do it. I mean, and I think everybody kind of knew this. So this is the replacement Sudafed that came mm-hmm. after they took away the one that you can use to make meth. Oh, I didn't know that that was happening. You I didn't know? That. So the pseudoephedrine, no. like now you have to ask for it at the pharmacy counter and you're like limited how much you can buy. So oh, really? the Sudafed that's on the shelf and a few other things that have like a decongestant in them mm-hmm. use like a different type of drug now. That so you what did they get use. rid of ephedrine? Yeah. Because when I was coming up and I was I was an ephedrine taker, as a matter of fact, you used to be able to buy it. It used to be called White Cross and you could buy it legally at like truck stops. Truckers well, this was used like pseudoephedrine, I think. Right, right. right. But, but the good thing about ephedrine was it had a great, this was my, I tried to get it at a, um, a, um, uh, prescription? No, no, not a prescription. I tried to get a pill uh, addiction in when I was nineteen and twenty. When I lived in mm-hmm. down in um, Kentucky and Tennessee, and so yeah, we would get this White Cross, this ephedrine, and it made you uh, like uh, it was. It was indeed. You thought you say it was an, an amphetamine. You know, right. it, it it revved you up. And none of that, but it would kill your appetite. So I lost weight, and it was like it was just it was just like taking mm-hmm. stuff over. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. So uh, until so it was the pseudoephedrine all went behind the counters, the pharmacy counters, right. and they you had to like ask for it and buy it in smaller right. amounts so that you wouldn't be making that it makes in sense. your meth lab. So I don't know anything about meth, but I can tell you this: that that me and my roommate at the time, when we ran out of White Cross, mm-hmm. we just drink all of the medicine in the cabinet hmm. including like whatever because everything had ephedrine in it and it probably we were 19 then probably goes to s- probably some fundamental addictive behavior considering mm. <laughs> you drank all yeah. of the quill so anyway so there was a law in 2006 where they had to i'm glad you this. move right along past that all <laughs> yeah. go right ahead don't, don't let me put you <laughs> off balance ignore you, want. you i have a lot of practice at it so they replaced it all with phenylephrine which mm-hmm. is um, supposed to also be a nasal decongestant. And it turns out it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't do any. Like, they've done a bunch but, of studies now. So it doesn't now. do as much as ephedrine does? No, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything at all. They've done studies and, like, it doesn't, the drug doesn't make it to your nose. Oh, okay. To, like, because well, the sure idea. It does something. No, but the, it's all placebo. They cannot find a difference. Like, it doesn't, in like, studies. make the ring your ear stop. Doesn't, like. <laughs> Because ephedrine so, didn't... It, well, it'll raise your blood pressure and maybe do some other, like, not good things to you. But it, but basically what I'll they found it. is that there's zero difference between that and a placebo in all the studies they've done. They've tried really hard, mm-hmm. but they've been selling it now for, whatever, 17 years instead of the decongestants that worked. And it doesn't do any decongesting. That's great. So now they're taking you it off the, the shelves. The FDA is fantastic. And I some find. people are mad because they're like, wait, you're taking it away. But it like never did anything. It was always, they just let them sell well, let it as a decongestant. Well, let me ask you this about your FDA though, and CDC, mm-hmm. Alice. They, they're yeah. suggesting starting. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That you get booster shots now for COVID six months and up. Yeah. Good luck with that, guys. Can you effing imagine these people still tr- pulling this crap? I know. Six months? It's incredible. Why? Be- for, so, I mean, I would almost think that if you give a kid a serum, a six-month-year-old, who's almost certainly not going to die from COVID, mm-hmm. that um, he'd be more likely to die from whatever happens as a result of that. I mean, yeah, even if it's an incredibly low chance, like the... First of all, like we're in the COVID wave again right now. You can see it if you look at like the wastewater data or whatever, which is where you can see that like a bunch of people have gotten COVID. But it's like already cresting and no one's even testing because half of them can't even tell they have it anymore because it's now at this point like so mild and such a non-issue that like we're we're in the COVID wave. And so the fact that you can't tell we're in a COVID wave tells you that COVID is now a huge nothing burger. This is not, this is not something we need to get vaccinated for every year now. Right. Like, but the CDC recommends it six months and up. Um, yes. And you saw, you, did you see the actual story about the lab leak? Um, about, I saw, I saw that you were talking a, about it talk today. About, but, so the CIA, in order to buy, get cover for China, is paying people off to say that it's not a lab leak, that it was from right. pangolins, et cetera, et cetera, which is just breaking now, which is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, do you have any doubt now that this is all, and we're going to get struck for this, obviously, that this is all about money and covering for China? Of course. I mean, uh, seriously, Big Pharma, this is this is all about just money. Mm-hmm. Got to get this, got to get it. And then and the, 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 the Biden's happy to say it. The CDC people are happy to say it. Yep, go ahead. Six months. F you, you effing monsters. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm, can I get to my friend John Fetterman? Yes, I'd love to hear Fetterman. Fetterman reacted to the... Um, by the way, he doesn't look like John Fetterman anymore. I don't even know who he is. He's He's got some kind of like prison uniform now he wears. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he does. Do you see this video? Yes. He, and, it's a weird video. Yes. Ask you about this. News that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry. Has sure. said he's going to. Oh my God! Really? Oh my gosh! You know? Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh! Don't do it! Please don't do it! Oh no! Oh no! He's dressed in a prison inmate <laughs> uniform. It, 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 and he's it got was like shorts, workout though. shorts on. It's very this is, weird. But this is not. There's nothing workout about what he's wearing because there are pockets everywhere. This is okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my friend Kirk Manhan just brought a uh, term back from the band list, and I'm not going to say it, but I would say it applies here. <laughs> the last thing I have, Alice, for you, mm-hmm. and you consider us close, right? I would say so. Yes. One, I appreciate the Fox 61. Um, story about nine eleven and whether uh, fuel jet fuel can melt steel. Mm-hmm. Just in case some of us Trump voters still believe that it's uh, that it was uh, mm-hmm. whatever. All I love about it is the editor's note. This story includes content and information about the events of September eleventh, two thousand one, and may be distressing to some readers. Thank you know. Thank goodness, I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't sure if the can jet fuel melt steel beams or not story was right. going to reference nine eleven in any way. Right, but also it's like, yeah, you know, I made it out of the building barely, and I had dust on my face for the next three weeks, and I had to walk across the bridge to get back to my uh, apartment in New Jersey. But and all my friends are dead. But thank goodness, I I couldn't stand a story about nine eleven. I had almost forgotten it. Mm-hmm. But that brings us to um, what really makes me happy, Alice. This is uh, Southern Connecticut State University. And let's see if this audio plays. This is beautiful. When I saw this, you know, I was looking at stuff to talk about local today. Connecticut local. And I thought, this can't be this good. Can't be this good. The headline is, SCSU students reflect on 9-11 with help from comfort dogs. So already I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Nobody say anything. Everybody be very careful. 
Um, this is going to be too good to be true. And here we go. To participate in a unique ceremony that honored the fallen. NBC Connecticut's Priscilla Alonda well, Verde me, has me, the details on the event back on this 9-11 Remembrance Day. Southern Connecticut State University students were able to participate in a unique ceremony that honored the fallen. NBC Connecticut's Priscilla Alonda Verde has the details on the event and how it meant so much to one student. Well, guys, it was the first time Pause and Reflect was held here at... Pause and Reflect, P-A-W-S, and Reflect. Because there's pooches. <laughs> I get it. And the goal is as you see it, a moment to heal and also remember all the lives lost on 9-11. It's called Doga, which is simply... As you see it, what we see is a bunch of college students on yoga mats. The dogs are there, so it's not yoga, it's Doga. And to heal... Yoga with the calming presence of dogs. Today, there may be a lot of emotions, right? And they may all exist at the same time. So allowing yourself to have that experience. Um, it's a day of remembrance. The event, pause and... First of all, I don't know how it's a day of remembrance whatsoever. But I love that these college students need to heal. They were all born four years after the attacks. But they right. need to heal, which is like me needing to heal from the Tet Offensive or you needing to heal from the Challenger explosion. Neither of us were there for our respective incidents. We don't need to heal. <laughs> There's nobody who's 19 who needs to heal from 9-11. And nobody here has any real ties to anybody there, etc. Freaking incredible. It's incredible. It's like This idea is to make 9-11 more now of a mind-body experience every year. We're not going right. to talk about box cutters and hijackings and jet fuel it's really planes. about you and your personal mental health and growth as a person yes and we're going to share a lot of feelings at once at the mm -hmm. same time so it's about healing none of these kids need to heal they don't need to heal they haven't there's no trauma here right they missed out on it you know sorry it sucks to be you i guess um <laughs> but you missed out on it you'll have your own trauma someday. something will happen to you yes someday. and you yes. may want to heal from that at some point but it's freaking incredible. And um, in, a great a caller brought up the idea that, that she thinks this is all part of un 9 ing the country. And that makes sense because with Biden, which we even got, do we even play the Biden audio? Of him saying he was there? At, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we did. did we did, okay. Yeah. Him, instead of doing anything at any of these places that matter for 9-11, mm -hmm. he's in Alaska for some reason, which is where you refuel when you come back from Vietnam. And he is, you know, he places himself at 9-11 where he wasn't, but he's not at 9-11. And so the thought is, is that they don't want you to have 9-11 as what it really was. First of all, it's very uncomfortable because... The wrong type of terrorists did it. Exactly. And we probably deserved it. What they would contend. And, you know, we retaliated worse than yes. we should have to. Yes, as we should do. Know, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, of course, after 9-11, the big thing that happened was, and I was there for this, is that Every uh, Hindu in a country was murdered because we're Americans and we're moron. too stupid yes. to know the we difference. We wanted to get our revenge and we don't know what kind of head scarf is what kind of what. And so we killed everybody, which is all BS as well. Um, but um, the idea to erase 9-11 then just supplant it with January 6th because that's the big one. You know, and actually, to be fair, Alice, mm -hmm. January 6th or I mean, Trump's election in general. Right. You know, and we've talked about this before with like sort of the the weirdness around how they want to teach history and like, uh, you know, getting into talking about like what we did to the Native Americans and how like you need to atone for your whiteness because of what someone else did to the Native Americans mm -hmm. ages ago or whatever. Trying to turn everything into something personal and about each person and, you know, it... I mean, for one thing, it makes history a lot less interesting if it's just all about how what it means to you as a person. Um, but it's also it also like removes perspective, right? Like, of course, if you actually really learn about slavery, or you actually really learn about the real Jim Crow, or you actually really learn about the Dred Scott decision, uh, or you actually really learn about the French and Indian Wars, or a lot of other things, then it puts a lot about our lives today in perspective and about like what we're calling racism and microaggressions and trauma and stuff that, that people are going through now. It puts a lot of that in a perspective that, that makes it hard to, um, 
you know, keep the diversity industrial complex afloat. Yes, it if does. If you have that kind it, of perspective it, and you think things well, right. are genuinely getting better in this country, right. which people did until about 2014, think that race relations were in a pretty good spot in this country and things were going pretty well right. and things had gotten a lot better from how bad they used to be. And so then... Well, yes, and that's the dirty secret, right? Right. Is that in truth, there just aren't enough dogs to heal everybody who has <laughs> a lineage when the rightful claim... For victimhood, because right. everybody does. Everybody has been the oppressed, and everybody has been the oppressor. If you go by your lineage in, in mm-hmm. human history. Right. So if you just mash it all together into, like, we all need to heal from this trauma, then, then yeah, 9-11 doesn't mean anything more to you than January 6th does or than Donald Trump being elected does. And you might actually end up believing that, like, Trump's election was just as damaging to this country as you know, as 9-11 was, or Pearl Harbor was, or, right. you know, that it and was you know essentially why? as traumatic and, 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 as And how as do you know event. it was very traumatic? Because you had to heal. Right. The, it, of course, it's something traumatic happened to us. And this literally happened in our town. They mm-hmm. offered therapy. Why did you need, when Trump won an election in 2016, oh, yeah. they offered therapy. Well, of course, something traumatic happened, because why else would the dogs be here? <laughs> right. See? They, so they back it in, reverse, just mm-hmm. bring in the dogs and it's all good yep. to go. You get therapy dogs for Donald Trump being elected. You get therapy dogs for 9-11. You get therapy dogs for when the police arrest a black person too violently. You get therapy dogs for when like anything happens in the world around you that you're supposed to find traumatic, which just dumbs down all these events into like things that make me feel upset when it's actually like much more useful from the perspective of history and politics and understanding the world around you to actually like take things at face value on their own and not about like how they make me the college student feel. All right. Do you have any messages we need to read? No. Should, we are not they... live streaming. Oh, that's right. Dang. Sorry, guys. I mean, I guess I'm interested. Can I have you play one more audio? I'd like today. to play another audio. Um, that's all right. Can you play my new favorite ceo that um this is i assume am i gonna need to heal from this i think a lot of college students are gonna need to heal from this do you see him he's on the financial review property yeah give me a second his name is tim gurner this is uh dial up so give me one second yep i'm getting down and he's reflecting on the employment situation in the in the nation and and globally somewhat there Um, he is i see him and um I like him now. He, I'm a fan of him. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we, we have, people decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID and that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they, they have been paid, paid a lot to do not too much in the last few years. And we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump. 40 50 percent in my view whoa we need to see pain in the economy we need to remind people that they work for the employer not the other way around there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them um, as opposed to the other way around so it's a dynamic that has to change we've got to kill that attitude and that has to come through hurting the economy which is what the whole global you know the the world is trying to do, the governments around the world are trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going off. People might not be talking about it, but people are definitely laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market. And that has to continue. <laughs> oh my goodness. See what I mean? Bring out the therapy oh. dogs. Oh, I love this. Oh my goodness. That's great. That is great, Alice. Any comment on what the sauce might be? It is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. And they bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Lime, where you can leave a chat chat message at burnbrowpodcast.com. We're coming to you live from Farmington, Connecticut. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Ooh, Alice. I don't know. Saucy yourself. I'm sitting in a hotel. So just think. And the bed is even in my camera shot. We could hook up in... We're good in the eyes of God. Yes. 
What? Use your seductive voice. What voice? I just said yes. So like anything goes. Well, not anything. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't even know. I think you. No, I don't even know what anything is. I know four things, but all four <laughs> things go. Not necessarily. All right. All right. We'll table it. You can leave the theological sexual ethics discussion for another day. Okay. What's the problem over there? Nothing. You, you're saying words that I find to be <laughs> enticing. Sexual ethics? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, here we go. Anonymous. Hey, guys. Where do you stand on the KMS producer search now mm. that Quinlan and John Rich dropped out? Do you actually think that Montante has a legitimate chance of winning this job? It would be an amazing story if he did. All We're right. a Montante family. Um, so anybody currently in the running or formerly in the running, John Rich is a nothing. He's got no talent. It's just some weird professional courtesy Kirk was doing to even have him try out. Um, um, Tom Quinlan, he is. He actually has the the. Skill set to do it. The chops to do it, yeah, for sure. Because he's, you know, he's done radio and he's done he's done everything in mm-hmm. around there, and he is driven. Um, but I mean, his whole song and dance thing was it did result in two good, fairly good shows. Um, but there's no real way to tell like what he's what he's up to. He was a little. He, I told you I was listening to that when I when him show. and Michelle McPhee went on a big like they decided to like throw down on me at one point as well and my child bride remember that Michelle was calling you my child bride mm-hmm. um, because they decided the to have a guff with me because somehow I had made the decision to have Michelle's um, Michelle's mugshot taken or, or her court appearance taken after she got the Dewey. It, which was not me. I was that was not my. Yeah, you're not at the yeah, news. But part it was crazy. There was a, right. so they were trying to start a radio thing, and Tom eventually groveled back. But, um, but um, but he did have a brilliant, brilliant, um, interaction. Were you? You know, you've met Tom, Alice. I have. Yeah, because when Pete Best came in, Tom was in. He was the one talking to him about soccer. Oh. Remember them? I remember I came in to meet Pete Best. I don't yeah. remember other people. Pete Best came in and Quinlan talked to him. Pete Best, they were all frazzled. They had been lost in like the summer in Boston. And we'd re- talked to him on the phone at one point, but then they wanted to come in studio for a more mm-hmm. of a big hit. And and he Pete Best was just fried and frazzled. And Quinlan connected with him huh. on soccer, which Quinlan called footy, which I had a problem with at that time, but I think that's probably what they call it. And it totally brought the best out of Pete Best to, to just want to talk. He, yeah. he just enjoyed the conversation. It was such an interesting, weird conversation. Not weird. And that was that was a credit to Quinlan. So it's like mm-hmm. he's got that stuff in him. So who knows what he's out of it now. I also think mm-hmm. that he feels that he's I arrived. told you I thought I dreamed that show, the first show that he produced where he like came out on the oh, show really? and was like talking about all that stuff. Ah, uh, like, that was, I mean, it and was I was like, because I was listening to it overnight or was playing on your phone yeah. and I was like, then in the morning, <laughs> all that's that the Beatles' really Pete Best, by the way, who Al Shattuck has a picture with. I love how when you want when you want it, you come down, whether or not you're invited. <laughs> with Michelle Malkin before she went sideways, before she became Nick Fuentes' girlfriend, she was your girlfriend. Um, let's see. Uh, what about us from Merrimack? Assume due to naming convention, this is actually Steve from Merrimack. Hi, hi, Steve, Steve from Merrimack. Playing catch up with Sunday night's episode. So you played the sound of Mehdi or whatever his name is. Mehdi Hassan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, trying to torch Vivek over, excuse me, $50,000 worth of scholarship money. $50,000. Right. And uh, you made the comment, Tom, that, you know, if he would do this every day, he could have a job on, on Fox News. And, you know, but I think we both know the fact is he doesn't do that every day. He suffers from selective outrage because (laughs) what I asked in a uh, social media post or whatever, it was in the comment section of the, uh, it was the Daily Mail. uh, You know, I said, this guy's got a hard on about 50K, but do you think that the number 10 million has ever escaped his lips? 
meaning, you know, Biden uh, money. $10 million mm-hmm. from the Ukraine government to the Biden crime family? Of course not. Great point. And when I made that post, I got ratioed like crazy. <laughs> and, you know, what's the thing they accuse you of? Whataboutism. Well, my definition of whataboutism is moonbat losing argument. That's what whataboutism is. Yeah, exactly. Like, Exactly. I've never heard Jared Kushner's name invoked so much. Well, Jared Kushner did the same thing. It's not quite. Although Jared actually had a job doing stuff. Before right. uh, before Trump got into politics, which is also true but, of Trump's kids and everybody else. Like, there's no... Right. That said, if you've got Jared and Donald Trump and bribe info, absolutely. Roll with it. Let's hear it. Um, naming convention, Alice Freddy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm going to go to Anonymous here. Okay. In this, if this is Steve from Gloucester, this, this will work out well. Hey, guys, who do you think did the job well as president from a PR perspective? Who was the last one? Because we know, obviously, Trump is outlandish in what he said and very bombastic and made everything about himself. And Biden, of course, lies and forgets and is just a nightmare when it comes to speaking so who was the last person was it obama was it george w bush was it clinton was it somebody before them who do you think did that part of the job correctly Hmm. well the problem is is pr is public relations but you're needing to platform your messaging through the press so the press worked against trump they weren't there mm-hmm. to do anything but shoot everything Trump and did down. And George W. Bush, too. Oh, yes, no doubt way. about that. I mean, I so remember it, talking to friends in college who thought George W. Bush was such an idiot and yeah. all this stuff. And then, like, I was watching and had some friends over his, like, do you remember he did that, like, exit interview for the presidency, kind of? I forget where it was. It might sure. even have been on, like, 60 Minutes or something. But it was him and his wife, I think, was there. And they he, they were just talking and having a natural conversation. And people were like, I can't believe it. Like, he sounds like a normal person. All this stuff. Because all they knew about him was, you know, is our children learning? And if you're not with us, you're against us. And um, mission accomplished. And they right. had no conception that he might actually be an intelligent, thoughtful person mm-hmm. who was going to go out after his presidency and disappear and become a painter. Like, right, and that's the challenge for Republicans is they have to get through the press, right, and around the press. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the Democrats are always platformed and painted in a nice picture. Mm-hmm. But like, who? I mean, could it be that it, it, like could, Reagan was the last? Like, I mean, they were tor- terrible to him too. I mean, so. they were, and they weren't. They were terrible to him, but apparently not enough that he could like win with like forty nine states or whatever eighty four yeah. was. Yeah, You know, like, I mean, that seems like consensus popularity, does it not? Yeah, uh, but then again, like, who had the best PR as in the, the actual, it's, 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 it's a tough one because it's a tilted game. It's a tilted game. We, mm-hmm. I mean, if everything, if you, if everything that Biden had done here had been done under Trump, then you would have had chaos at the White House. This is not normal, et cetera, et cetera, but, the, but they're not. Oh, and if I mean, had you, the you first... have now the press is angry and they're yelling at Americans for not realizing how good it is. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you had the first three years of the Trump presidency under any other president, any under any right. under Obama or Biden or whoever, it would be considered like the most successful presidency in history. Right, but they don't think it was because they had therapy dogs around, <laughs> right. which showed how bad it was. Because I wouldn't be this upset, and there wouldn't be so many dogs around here. SM, SFM, Steve from Merrimack, Casablanca, and mm-hmm. Citizen Kane. Oh, God. Let's see what you got wrong about the movie. I might have got stuff wrong from them. Hi, Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Alice, uh, loved your commentary and uh, your quote from uh, Casablanca and uh, your, uh, you know, the fact that you're married to the Leonard Malton of the <laughs> Merrimack Valley and he just pissed on Casablanca. What a... Do you know who Leonard Malton is? No. He's a <laughs> but movie I like reviewer that Steve from, from Merrimack called you it. Yes. Dope. Um, but I, I suck. Well, Casablanca, you know, so I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. I'm just saying that it's a movie about how craven women are, and that's what it should be considered. It's not about, you know, played against Sam. It's about women and how craven they are, and they're evil. But it's animals. also about how how great and selfless men are when they, like, truly sacrifice oh god suckers that's right all you 
In other words, being easy marks is celebrated by Alice. <laughs> I like the line you quoted. My other, my favorite line is when um, Peter Laurie comes walking up to Humphrey Bogart and says, "You don't like me, do you, Rick?" And Humphrey Bogart says, "No, nah, I suppose I would if I ever gave you a second thought." Ooh, uh, that's. I, I gotta say that the, the Peter Laurie character is fantastic <laughs> in that. Oh, I feel about Tom. What? I'm just kidding. Thank, Thank you. you. And then from Citizen Kane, there's actually a line that I think of Jeff Bezos about. Huh. Uh, it was recently reported that Bezos is losing like a hundred million a year on the uh, on the Washington Post. And there's a line similar to it in Citizen Kane where somebody says to him, "Mr. Kane, your newspaper is losing a million dollars a year." And uh, and he says, "I know we lost a million dollars this year." I expect to lose a million dollars next year. It may become a problem for me in 80 years. Ooh. I think that's how Jeff Bezos is looking at uh, his issues at the Washington Post. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, no, that is a vanity project. There's no doubt about that. And I think that's William Randolph Hearst, right? It's That's like the loosely based, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I'll have to look at that again. I'll have to look at that again. Everything I find out about uh, about It's a good uh, piece. Orson Welles is so brilliant. I know you like him, Alice. That's a good like. That's a good like. Um, all right, SFM. Steve from Merrimack. Well, that was just Steve. So I'm going to go to Maltese Falcon, but that's probably Steve too, because he's not going to let me just have all (laughs) SFMs. That gives it away too easily. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Of course. One last thing, Alice. Have you ever seen the Maltese Falcon? No. The black and white. Oh, it's a. Hold on. It's a. What's it called? Cinema Rouge, Neuro Dark, Moro- Noir? Yes, Film Noir. That's right. That's right. Film Noir. That's what okay. it is. That's what it is. And it's bogey again. I have actually seen this in the last 20 years and remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Film Noir. That's right. With Humphrey Bogart, the 1941 version, not anything else. That's one of the greatest movies ever made with some of the most quotable dialogue ever made hmm. including uh when you get slapped you'll take it and like it which uh he says to elisha cook jr anyway uh, i'm sure tom will piss on that one too but if you haven't seen it it's a must <laughs> i'll watch check it, it out every Steve. Year. thank you it is actually pretty good although the film noir stuff does you does... don't like anything that you feel is getting artsy or no no no, no. it's just the whole like look and feel of the film noir thing mm-hmm. Is it, it feels a little bit claustrophobic to me, it, but but I did. I think see it's the, meant to, isn't it? I don't know, Alice. Okay. But I did like um, "It's a Wonderful Life." That's um, not film noir, generally. It is not film noir. People don't consider that film noir. Film noir is what. It's it, not every movie in black and white. No, no, I realize. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. A hole. <laughs> SFM. Steve from Merrimack. Beatles. Okay. Monty Python. Now this, obviously, his attitudinal messages so far are to be discounted and mm-hmm. uh, and, and deleted. But this shows you this will be the litmus test of what kind of person he is and if mm-hmm. he has any honor. Because so far he's been sucking up to you on these great take, Alice. Oh my goodness, you were so right on with that Casablanca quote. Here's another one, and I find it. This that will tell you. It's also like your George impression. This will well. tell you if George Capabo. Mm-hmm. They're, very, they're the one same, and the same. That's the same impression well, you do for so, George Capaldi. So this will tell you if he has any honor mm-hmm. or if he's just going to keep okay. just keep kissing the Alice ring. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Um, I am in agreement with Tom. There we go. About okay. the, he has honor. Uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus Correct. Uh, is basically the the Beatles, the equivalent of Correct. the Beatles in comedy. Okay. He's back on um, Team Tom. Because <laughs> they definitely changed the face of comedy at least as it was presented in the united states Mm because the the u.s had never really been exposed to british humor like that i I don't believe but uh, also although you know what you know what who might have been a little bit like that um steve was tom lehrer you know tom lehrer else i don't i'm not sure that i do i'm spending hanukkah oh i know that song you know that song but that's not what i know him from his like uh, killing pigeons in the park that's him, I think. I don't think I know that. You, know, you don't know Killing Pigeons in the Park? I don't think I do. Oh, he's great. He's like a brilliant guy. 
Brilliant. A, I think it's Killing Pigeons in Park. I think it is. Crap. If, if it's not, I'll I'm find a, it. like Hugh Laurie, Stephen Fry. Well, I humor, understand, but that's like, that's British humor, humor. But yeah, I know. I get it. But 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 um, Tom Lehrer is was brilliant too in the early late fifties and six in early sixties, like just way advanced humor. I don't believe, but uh, also they are the Beatles of comedy because they were hugely popular in the sixties mm. and mm. obviously into the seventies. Right. But uh, that's why it, it's a good comparison to the Beatles. I mean, I Thank love you. the Marx brothers beyond compare, but you know, they were not the Beatles of comedy. They were more like the Duke Ellington of comedy. Okay. Because, uh, of the, you know, all their best stuff was in the 1930s. Anyway, thank you. Great message by Steve, as usual, Alice. <laughs> what a guy. Completely uh, agreeing with me. And, yes, it's interesting, the Monty Python thing, because I think Flying Circus had wrapped up. And it was, by the way, I also like think... the Beatles in the sense that I think Flying Circus had wrapped up and then had gotten a huge following in the U.S., mm-hmm. which spurred the market for the movies. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. So, so, you want to say something? Oh, sure. You, you started to mutter something. I <laughs> was not muttering, but I was going to say I'll have to re-listen to what I said because I don't think that I necessarily like made some big case that I don't think that Monty Python is the Beatles of comedy or something. I think I just it was... I, I think I said they're fine. Like I, I mean, like the, them. The fact that you didn't know much about them is shows you... I, I can't believe it. You know about ancient Rome. You know about all sorts of stuff. No, no, none of your storage bunch, space I've is taken by Monty Python. Stuff. I just, you like, are I not don't, living, man. I don't think that much about it, to be honest with you. It doesn't How dare occupy you a lot of that my much brain about it. space. Think that much about it. Okay. Start thinking that much about it. I got better. Start saying stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. What are you... What are you... Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Okay. Um, burnbarrelpodcast.com, patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Uh, thanks for joining us. As usual, we'll be back live streaming on Thursday. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.